Hey. I'm back. Big man. How's it going? So. Tell me when. Okay. Uh, yes. Three, two, one. Hey, how's it going? This is uh, Finn's Fact of the Day podcast. I'm Finn. Here with me is Nathaniel. This is the second episode we're recording today. We're, we're, it's like a machine. Oh my god. Oh my yes. god. I, <laughs> I want to shoot myself. This is stupid, bro. <laughs> okay. Um, so we're, this is a it's pretty late for this, but it's like a <laughs> nine days late. Yeah, nine days late, but it's uh, as of recording this, at least. Yeah, it's a it's a spooky stories episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's gonna be fun, I think. Uh, Finn, uh, you seem tired and depressed. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's usual, but like you seem more tired than usual. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's just the general vibe I give off when I speak. Or no, you sound much more alive like five minutes ago when we were doing the other podcast. Yeah, that's pot. Well, I'm no longer. I was. I was outside. That here's the thing. I was outside. I touched grass then. Like literally, I touched you, you grass. You touched grass. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. And and I'm not doing that anymore, so that might be it. Oh, does grass like give you life or something? Yeah, yeah. I'm like Superman, but my son is grass. Okay, doesn't make complete sense, but sure, we'll do it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Anyway, do you wanna do you have any start with? Well, I do have a spooky story and. You know, Wait, first of all, we what? should start. You said nine days. What's the... Yeah, some the people might eight. be confused by that. Yeah, okay. so we're filming this on so the 8th of November. Yeah. Also, let's get this straight. Des Moines celebrates it better. First of all, first of all, I don't know. We live in Des Moines, Iowa. So we Finn, celebrate... Don't give them our address. You're going to know. I didn't give them our address. So we... we uh. Des Moines celebrates Halloween on the... We celebrate... We, we do trick-or-treating on the 30th because we're weird. Yeah, on the day before Halloween. Uh, and, I guess it's because they want... And, to... and we're the only place that tells jokes. Telling oh, yeah. jokes is like strictly like an Iowa or a Des Moines thing. Yeah, I don't understand the jokes part, but the reason why, to my knowledge at least, why we do it a day before is so people can, like, get drunk and celebrate on Halloween. Yeah. So they don't have to, like, get drunk, and then they have to, like, walk around with their child while they're drunk. Yeah. But they're missing out on parties or something. I don't know. Where? Yeah. Um, anyway. Did you have a costume this year, Finn? Um... Yes, kind of. It was like what was it? homemade and last. It was uh, uh, the dude from Big Lebowski. Uh, I don't know what that is. Uh, it's a, it's a pretty. Uh, I went as a uh, moist critical. Of course you did. I mean, I have the white you shirt. You look like him. Hat. You look like him. Honestly, I mean, it was it was pretty simple. 
Yeah. Woo, yeah, baby. <laughs> My favorite quote he has, though, is, He's pulling his cock out. <laughs> okay. Well, um, so, you want to go first, or should I? Uh, you first. So my scary story. Uh, are we doing like fiction or non-fiction, or does it matter? Uh, I don't think it matters. I mean, either way, just all right. So this know story, some of these aren't real. These stories are true. The ones I'm gonna tell, or at least, I uh, to my knowledge, are true. Mm. Uh, but I don't know what this story's called. I don't know what I should call it, but what? So, back in the good old days, let's, uh, it was like, I think the early 1900s, I want to say. There are these, uh, these, these three brothers, okay? Or these two brothers. Mm -hmm. uh, We'll just name them Oz and. Joe, okay? Oz mm-hmm. being the older one, Joe being the younger one, okay? Yeah. So these two brothers are like, you know, we're gonna go we're gonna go uh, explore, explore around, you know? And these people were like also gold hunters. So they did a lot of or I guess gold miners? I don't know. They did a lot of uh, panning or whatever it is. Yeah. You know panning for gold and so they're like, like where well, you stream it through yeah, the through yeah. rivers and streams and such it's like you know what yeah. we're gonna go to this place that is uh it's it, it it's pretty cool it's a pretty cool place it's mm-hmm. i think it's in like nebraska or something i don't remember oh, where it's not a cool place then. wait no it's just i'm just kidding this is one place I don't remember where it might be. It's, it might not be Nebraska. Correct me if I'm wrong. If anyone knows what I'm talking about, but it's this place. Uh, the valley and like the area around the valley. It's it's sort of like it's it looks so it looks so deserted of any uh, man-made items. It looks so pure, as if humans haven't even touched the land. Because it, yeah. it's just nature at its finest, and it's such a beautiful place. And there's sort of canyon, and the area around it is all whatever. But the canyon streams into this big old pond lake thing. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what it's called or anything. Uh, but it's this big old pond lake thing, and it's also like it's part of it. It's like this huge. It's like this huge place that's like never been touched by mankind. Basically, that's how good it looks. Yeah. And so these two brothers were like, you know, we we should go to this place. If no one's been there, might have a lot of gold, and we might, you know, be lucky. Yeah. So they went paddling since they took like a canoe down the canyon over to I think it was the lake and they're like oh wow we should go you know, let's go to this lake and check it out what Sorry, I sneezed I don't know if you heard it I just said I heard something it. whatever so okay let's go to this uh, you know this ponded lake and we should check it out you know so when they went over check it out 
and they did their panning for gold or whatever, they got so much gold that it was the company was literally overflowing with gold. That's crazy. So they yeah. were like, you know what, we're gonna take we're gonna go back with most of the gold, as much gold as we can carry, and then we're gonna come back for the rest of the gold, okay? Um, a bit of bad luck hit them, I guess, and on their way over to the back up the stream, up the canyon, their canoe actually sank, uh, and all their gold was lost. Like, <laughs> they lost Ow. all their gold. Skill and shoe, to be honest. Oh my god, they're like, oh my god, hell no, man. <laughs> so then they're like, you know, it's fine, we'll just go back and we'll still have plenty of gold, okay? Yeah. This time, though, their second trip back, they came more prepared and they went with, I think, their third brother, one, uh, the third brother, who I think is older than all of them, and a yeah. friend, if I remember correctly. Okay. What should their names be? Um, so it's Joe, Oz, and let's just say... We have to do a super basic white name. Mike. Mike, yeah. Mike was the brother's name, and the friend's name was, like, Dan. What? Dan. Dan. Oh, Dan. Yeah. Okay, so Dan, Mike, Joe, and Oz were the three, brother, or three brothers and friend. They're like, okay, we're, since we have more people in more canoes, we'll be able to get more gold and, you know, more gold equals richer. So, uh, as soon as they they set off, you know, they went off, whatever, went over there, they started panning for gold. They stayed there for like a week. You know how much gold they got? How much? Absolutely none. They did not <laughs> find any gold at all. Even though, like, a week ago, the place was just infested with gold. Weird. So, like, the oldest brother, uh, Dan, and Dan was like, you know what, fuck this, bro. I'm not going, I'm not staying out here. This this is like, there's no gold out here. I'm not going to stay out here for any longer. Although, Mike, uh, Mike, Oz, and Joe, they're all like, there's got to be at least something, like, we, we didn't come out here for nothing. So they stayed back. And they're like, you know, we're going to stay here all the way through winter. Since it was like summer at the time. Like, we're going to stay here all the way through winter. And we're going to come back during spring. Okay? Like, yeah, yeah. Mike was like, okay, well. We're... Yeah, Mike was like, okay, well, yeah, you guys could do that. And Mike is the friend, right? Oh, no. Dan was like that. Dan's like, okay, well, you guys go do that. I'm going to stay uh... back. Okay, okay. Or I'm going to go home. You guys just, you know, good luck to you guys. Don't die or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, since it was like the early 1900s and they were in the middle of nowhere, they didn't have any way to communicate to uh, Dan. So yeah. Dan's old, Dan had to basically just like trust in them that they were, you know, that they would come back in time. Which... He, he had, you know, he he could he would trust him since he knew his brothers and uh, Mike were like experienced at gold digging and everything. They're yeah. like experienced survivalists, like not top notch, but like you know decently. They could at least survive a couple months without any supplies, and they had like plenty of supplies. Yeah. So he was he was pretty uh 
Are you hopeful about it? Winter passed, and then spring passed, and then summer passed, and then a whole yeah. year passed. And Dan was like, okay, well, maybe they just got, like, you know, a little excited. Maybe maybe they're staying there for more gold. I don't know. Yeah. A couple more months passed, and he was like, okay, you know, it's been too long. I'm just going to, like, call a search party or something. There's no way these people are there for that long. Search party goes out, okay? Uh, so yeah. the search party goes out. They go down to the lake. The very first place they go to is the lake, because that's they know that that's where, like... All the gold was found the first time, so like, okay, well, maybe they set up a campsite there. They found all their gold digging materials there, but no one else was there, so they're like, okay, well, that's pretty strange. They, um, and so they went up the canyon stream, and they went like on top of the canyon, like the canyon itself, and they walked around in search of them. They would eventually find, uh, two of them, uh, they found um, Oz and Mike, okay. but not in, not in, not. They didn't like how they found them, so um. they had cabin. Okay, mm-hmm. one of them, I think, is like Mike, was found outside a cabin on the ground. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the cabin was like burnt. It looked like it was in a fire. It was burnt as hell. Okay, but nothing around it looks burnt. Okay, Mike outside of the cabin, he doesn't look burnt. He looks perfectly fine, but he's laying down, like face on the ground, right arm stretched out, and you can see right past his right arm, or where he's reaching, is his rifle. And yeah. there's something strange about this body. Can you know, guess what? What head was missing? Oh, damn! Yeah, like, like, oh, oh, shit! That's like, well, they're like, okay, well, maybe there's like a cabin fire, and when he was running out, he like, I don't know, got hyperthermia and tripped or something. I don't know. This is and lost his head. Maybe wild animals got to his head, you know. <laughs> so they're like, okay, well, let's go, let's go walk around and explore some more. Um. They eventually find his head <laughs> stuck on a pike. <gasps> like, oh, I, I don't think wild animals can do that. <laughs> I, you know? Yeah. Maybe that's just me. I would so suggest like, okay, me or I wouldn't suggest me or you did it, but this is in the early 1900s. So probably, like, okay. no, I was busy doing like planning out World War One at the time. Exactly. Well, I, so I, I wasn't doing that, but I was doing like war crimes. Nah, but they're like, okay, well, um, that's kind of that's kind of concerning. We got, well, let's go look for the other people. Uh, hopefully they're not dead, but they didn't have very high hopes. They're like, well, they're probably dead if I'm to be honest. Yeah. And lo and behold, they found uh Joe. And guess what? He was uh, decapitated. He was, he, was, he was dead. Dead. Just, just dead. Just dead. Dead. Uh-huh. Guess what? This boring regular dead. Guess what? What? He had no head. I like no okay. Head. Well, that's that's kind of spooky. If I'm gonna be honest, uh, they they walked around somewhere. They're like, okay, well, the, the, the what what could have gotten his head? Uh, I don't know, man. These these are like some weird things. Maybe they went insane and like I don't know. 
one of them went insane and killed the others. Who knows? So they started looking for uh, the other body and the other head. So they would never find uh, the second person's head. But they found the third person's head, but not his body. And they're like, oh, you know, some pretty spooky stuff. Um, yeah. Why the hell, who the hell, and what the hell did this? And so yeah. they're all pretty scared, pretty rattled. Uh, even though they're a search party, they're, like, pretty spooked up. And uh, they claimed that all throughout the night, like, every night, because they'd stay here overnight when they were traveling since they were a search party. And overnight, they would hear, like, weird like weird noises of people except for nobody was around because this is supposed to be like a deserted sort of I guess part of land and they claimed to hear people and like rustling all around them even though there was nobody there and uh, at night whenever they were like canoeing down at the bottom of the canyon Whenever they look up, they'd always see like some figures, humanoid figures in the dark, running around at night, just like feral people on all four legs, but like yeah. humanoid. And like, oh, okay. Um. Also, another side note is that this place, uh, you see, native, uh, Native American tribes have tried to uh stay here and make like camps here three i think three tried uh all three failed first one the first tribe uh when they got there they left because they're like they said that um some sort of demons were harassing them and they were they didn't want to uh, deal with that understandably so relatable uh the second tribe also had like the same sort of experience like people or so- something or someone was uh harassing them so they are like oh hell no and they also left the third tribe they just up and left like when people went to uh, i guess like trade with them or something when they got to their site all they found like were just their tents and everything like everything was still there as if they were living there except for everyone was gone they left everything oh, i mean everything yes. Like, they were trying to get out there as fast as, as possible? As fast as they possibly could. Whoa. So, like, you might be thinking, like, just due to this, you, you you probably think that, oh, you know, this police is, like, haunted or some shit. Why would anyone have the right mind to, you know, go over there? And, yeah, that's about it. That's basically the whole story. Uh it's said to be haunted and there have been a lot of disappearances there and also yes that is true sorry that is very much true that is that's very interesting um or less interesting i feel than scary yeah so, I know, when i heard it i was in the middle of the woods at night around a campfire so it was like actually terrifying rather than being inside in a nice comforting home with a phone yeah. they can always call the police with. That does make you wonder, what the hell is up there? Or at least that's what I wonder. Yeah. Hey, you're spooky time. You're 
story thing. Yeah. I got another spooky story. Yeah, go ahead. I mean, do you got one? Uh, no, see, I can't find any really long ones, and the only, like, the longest ones I can find are, like, three paragraphs and not scary at all, so. Well, I got another true spooky story. Okay, well, go ahead. Mainly, okay, another thing about my spooky, quote, spooky stories is the main sort of scare factor about them is that they're true and real <laughs> and actually happened. That's fun, that's fun. Which means you can't really spread out and like make things up since you have to stick with what actually happened. Where, yeah. um, so there's this one. I don't know if this one, uh, I've heard it's true, pretty sure it's true. Uh, but there's this one time, okay. Uh, a girl, I think she was like, I want to say <clears throat> 16 or something, okay. She's like, Almost an adult, you know, she's pretty, yeah. she's getting there, okay? Uh, she lives in this family, or she lives in this home with her family, like her mom, her dad, yada yada, okay? Yeah. And she's been living there since she was like a tiny child person, okay? Mm-hmm. No, she wasn't, she, she lived at this home when she was a child, then they moved out, and then they moved back in, okay? <laughs> yeah. So she's back in her old childhood, uh, childhood home. Okay. Yeah. So she goes to this place. She now lives at this place that she used to live at, and she's like, "Oh, this is pretty cool. I'm gonna go walk in the woods." Since <laughs> her house was next to some woods, and she, uh, when she was a child, she always played with them. So she's like, "Okay, well, maybe this will, you know, take a good old trip down memory lane, have some nostalgia." Okay. She starts going into the woods, yada yada, the good stuff, okay? You know, nothing strange happened, just woods. It was like, she would always walk down like three, four miles in. Like, she'd walk down, uh, uh, what was it? Like, uh, along this creek that would always lead to like a nice pond or something. It's fun. Okay. Uh, so she goes over, she's like, yeah, yeah. She does that like a bunch of times. Nothing out of the ordinary happens, except for this this one time. Okay, this one time, this one thing happens. Uh, so she's walking along, and uh, she she hits this thing on her head. Okay, like she runs into this thing, and she wasn't really paying attention. She's like closing her eyes and just imagining stuff. Okay, since so she's alone. So she hits this thing. She's like a bit startled because she's walked down this path like hundreds of times already. Or not hundreds of times, but like at least 10 and nothing's here. So she opens her eyes and you'll never believe what she sees. Stay tuned for next episode of Dragon Ball Z. You know? mm-hmm. uh, oh, this is- she walks into a a dead beaver carcass hung up, like tied up and hung up by a branch. What? Like she's like, what the hell? This is like private property, huh? Yeah. Who or what would have done what that? What would have done that? She's like confused. Actually, I honestly, I would totally 
hang up a beaver carcass in some like random stand in, yeah you go to some random person's uh, yard house, just... private uh private property and just hang up a beaver carcass <laughs> yeah uh so she's like what the hell and the thing is that she's like not she's again she's like she's also like not she's some sort of a survival expert not like super good but like you know She's taking probably some classes about it or whatever. And she can tell this this carcass was killed like very recently. It it hasn't even started any of the decaying process. Like probably no. within an hour at most. Like so it, she, man, like it, it was probably barely smells then. It was yeah. killed at most an hour ago. So she's like, what the hell? Who killed this beaver? An hour, less than an hour ago, strung it up right here on private property, no less. She's like, okay, well, that's that's really odd, but she didn't let it stop her from, you know, going on and relaxing at her pond or whatever that she goes to. She's just, she just walking, she keeps walking, and uh, it starts raining, like, not raining, but uh, drizzling, very lightly drizzling. And she's like, oh, okay, well, uh, here's the thing. I'm over halfway to the pond. Why don't I just, I could just relax there for a bit and then yeah. go home. Or I could just turn around now and get home before it really starts raining heavily. She's like, well, I'm already over halfway there. Why not? So she's just, this is like a four-mile walk. So she's like three miles in, and she's like, okay, I'm going to just walk the rest of the mile. Uh, nothing really too exciting happens on the way there. She's like, okay, well, maybe that beaver carcass was just sort of like a like a weird prank someone did on me, you know? Yeah. Um, and so she starts, she's just going over, okay? She, when she gets to the pond, like, it's, the sun is already setting since it was raining, and so, like, it was, or at least it starts getting darker, I should say. And she was also, like, distracted from the beaver carcass, and it took more time, so she was, like, you know, a bit delayed on time, so it was already a bit darker, and she's like, well, I go home now, but I just got to the pond, so why don't I just, you know, relax a bit here, and then I'll go back home for, like, a bit. It, I know my way around here. I don't need a flashlight. Yeah. Okay. It's dumbass. <laughs> Yeah, so, that's she, very she, stupid. She sits there. Um, you know it's stupid when you see a dead beaver carcass on your way there. And then you just decide just, you don't need a flashlight. Yeah, so she just she keeps... So she just sits there for a bit. It's like the sun is basically set, or it's like really cloudy and really like basically dark. It's almost like super dark. Oh my god. Some people, right? Some people. Okay, so she's like, you know, I, I, I really just, you know, I'm gonna just keep going. So she just turned around. She just started walking back. But she heard a weird sort of ringing coming from somewhere into the forest. And she's like, what the hell? Like a weird bell ringing. And she's like, um, it was like... It's like a little, you know, those little tiny bells that, like, you ring sometimes. Like, 
I don't know, fancy people have whenever they ring for like their waiter or whatever, their butler, you know. Uh, yeah. Yeah, she hears that, it's her in the distance. She walks over and she can see, it's not like completely dark, so she can still see pretty well. She looks over and she sees a bell above a, uh, what is it called? A fucking, a stroller, you know? Yeah. For babies or whatever. A little baby cart, okay? Interesting. And there's a bell like hung up above it, ringing, and she's like, "What the hell? I've never seen this before, and why is it ringing, huh?" So she walks over to the the stroller, like, "What the fuck?" Peers into the stroller. No one's in there. She's like, "What the hell is this?" And she investigates it for oh. like a couple minutes. Why is she it's so stupid? And also, like, the rain was getting heavier the entire time, like. It's raining harder now, and it's like, uh, it's like raining. It's thundering. You can see lightning a lot. She's like, okay, well, I ought to get home, but first I'm gonna investigate this stroller thing. She starts investigating oh. it, and then she, uh, the bell just stops ringing all of a sudden. Like the wind just stops. The rain's still going. It's still heavily raining, but it just stopped. The wind just stopped. She's like, what the fuck, and. She hears loud, big footsteps right behind her. Like, not right behind her, but like behind her. And it sounds like they're coming straight for her. Turns around, and this is what she describes. A, Mm -hmm. quote, giant humanoid figure. Like, giant. Like, 20 feet tall. Pure black, basically. And it's like super skinny. Like, bone skin. And it's, like, fucking, like, huge teeth or whatever. No eyes and long black hair or something. Mm. So your stereotypical, you know, like, super spooky monster. Except this actually happened. And her ass was so scared. I mean, reasonably so. I'd be really scared. Yeah, I'd be really scared, but I also wouldn't have made as many dumb decisions as she did. Like as soon as I saw the, as soon as I would have seen the beaver carcass, I would I would have ran, run, ran home, hell, run. So she starts sprinting, and I mean, sprinting back with everything. She's adrenaline filled, okay? Because there's a lot of instincts are kicking in. If you don't run, you're gonna die. Yeah, I swear. What? She's just so dumb. See. The moment I saw that beaver carcass, I am never going back to those woods unarmed, you know? Like, Honestly. And even if you had a knife, though, I don't think you would have been able to... That's a good point. That's a good point. Without a at least an AK. At least an AK. But even then, yeah. that's kind of stretching it. I, I mean, yeah, this thing could at least take like a couple of shots. Armed guards, AK. okay? With AKs. Um, okay. So she's like... Scared. Her ass was so scared. <laughs> Reasonably yeah. so. So she's running back, okay? Sprinting back, adrenaline filled. And the rain, the wind kicks back up, and it is like the rain is just pattering against her. And every step this thing takes behind her, the bell rings. And it, it, she hears the, the bell getting louder and louder as it gets closer and closer to her. This dumbass does the stupidest thing ever. Oh my god. Okay. She has her phone on her. She takes out her phone 
and calls her dad. <laughs> Not the cops, her dad. And if her dad can do anything against this giant 20-foot-tall monster gaining yeah. on her, she's like, honestly, nah. Honestly. Calls her dad. Her dad, she explains the situation, like, through tears. She's crying her ass off because she's pretty sure she's gonna die reasonably so yeah. her dad hears this and hears the commotion he runs outside his uh the house and he's going out chasing after her except for the thing is she was four miles deep into the woods he was like yeah. he, he was still four miles away from her yeah so here's the thing the here's the thing what here's the thing why why bother if you're four miles deep in the woods why bother calling anyone right like no one's gonna get to you on time. Honestly, it's just simple. Don't be stupid. This is a life lesson, kids. Don't be stupid. Oh yeah, his. So her dad got out like his rifle. He brought a rifle because you know they live in the woods. Yeah, they have a rifle. So he brought his rifle. He started charging into the woods on the phone, well, constantly on the phone with his daughter, who's screaming her head off, like basically Bloody Mary, just like. First of all, she also has to think. This thing has no eyes, so maybe she shouldn't be. Maybe she should be a bit quieter, because if it has no eyes, that means it's relying on scent smell or taste so and you also gotta realize that this thing is like i mean if it exists it's 20 foot tall humanoid like creature it probably has some sort of magic powers okay but also or inhuman powers it probably has like a sixth sense sixth sense jesus christ uh okay possibly yeah most likely yeah Yeah, that makes sense. Anyway, go on. So, he's charging at her. Uh, he, her dad is charging for her as well. Uh, but um, you you think that she wouldn't make it? You know, seeing as the current situation they're in. Uh, the thing was definitely gaining on her. I don't know how. I guess uh, since she's the protagonist, she got some special uh, plot armor or something. I don't know, but yeah. Uh, wait, you, what? But you said the story was real. Happened. This so was did... this real. Oh, I don't know okay. how she made it. I guess like adrenaline kicked in or something. I don't know. Shoot. You know what? She was in the woods. Maybe she took one too many shrooms, and this is what she saw. Maybe, maybe. Who knows? Yeah, she's sixteen or something. So, ah, uh. yeah. Anyway, um. So yeah, basically, uh, this thing almost catches her or some shit. She runs. Okay. The stupidest part, I don't understand. She runs face first into the deep beaver carcass, which I don't understand how you explain that part of the beaver carcass. Yeah. Face first into the beaver carcass, but just keeps going, ignoring everything, just going for her fucking life. It's so stupid. Like, what the hell? Yeah. And finally, as soon as she... I don't understand this part. This part's the most confusing to me. 
she runs over. All right, she finally meets up with her dad. And she, like, you know, of course, runs into him, basically. And as soon as her dad's there, the thing is just gone. It's non-existent anymore. Yeah. Well, this is a life lesson, kids. Number one, if you see a beaver carcass hanging from a tree in the woods, run back home. Number two, if you see a stroller in the woods, don't investigate it. Run back home. The solution to anything weird you see ever is run back home. If you hear anything and that's not yeah. natural and run back property, home. Run back. Run back home. You got any other spooky stories? Um or do you have any spooky stories? No, I don't I mean, I'm looking on this stuff. I'm trying to Okay. All that day. Yeah, I'm trying to find some. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, you go ahead. Right, so this last one is also true. Yeah. I feel the true part of these uh, stories just makes it on a scarier since you know that it actually happened and there's a chance that it could happen to you too. Yeah. I like those fake ass ones. Where um. So this story, uh, I don't remember where it takes place, but there are these two people. This kid, I think he's like 11 years old. His name is Evan, okay? And his dad. I don't know what his dad's name is. Never said. So this kid and his dad, they're both like hunters, uh, you know? Like they both go hunting a lot and everything. Yeah. And so this kid and his dad were like, you know, we should go out to this one place, okay? We can, like, go hunting out there since it's private property. So, basically, they went to this one place. I don't know if they bought it or if it was a friend or something. I'm pretty sure they just bought it or, like, I guess loaned it or something. Rented it? Or rented it, I mean. You know, I'm pretty sure they just rented it. So, they rented this private property. It was, like, huge. It was, like, I don't know. This is like massive though, like miles, miles long. And so, uh, they got there. They're experienced hunters. They said that there's one. Do you hear that? Oh, what? Wait. What? Do you... that? Oh, that's, yeah. That's just, that's just my phone. Or... Oh, that? That's yeah, your that, phone? I was that's just my uh, family's phone for some reason. Okay. Okay, never mind. Go ahead. Sorry. No, there's a ghost outside of Kill Me or some shit. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and so they're like, uh, you know, they're experienced hunters, so they know a lot about hunting and everything in survival. Okay. Oh, man. It's a fit. Mm-hmm. What was the last thing you heard me say? Um... Oh, um, the uh, the father and the son were hunting in the woods. Oh yeah, it was ear. Wait, did you hear? Okay, I'll just restart it. Mm-hmm. So there's this. There's this two people. Okay, a son mm-hmm. and a father. Son's name was Evan, and the father's name is something. I don't know. Never said. So 
it's two people. They go walking. They're like really experienced hunters. Okay, they hunted before. Evan is like eleven years old. He's hunted like a while. His father's hunted a lot. They're both really good at hunting. Okay, and they rent out this private property that's like miles long. Okay, and <clears throat> it's private property. Yeah. So it's supposed to be, you know, just them and nature. As soon as they enter the private property, they say that it was, quote, eerily silent. They heard no wind, no anything, nothing. Okay. The only thing they heard was a plane, and that was it. A plane? A plane flying by. That was, Interesting. That was the only thing they heard. Okay. So they're like pretty weirded out. And they also saw like a lack of animals in the beginning. But they're like, okay, well, maybe they're just scared of us. Okay. Yeah. So they set up their campsite. Like they go deeper into the woods. Okay. Away from their car. Set up their campsite. And like, okay, well, it's like noon. We still got time. Why don't we just go, you know, go hunting right now. So. They go try their luck, and they don't see anything. They don't nothing. see any animals. They don't hear any animals. Nothing. Of any sort. No, like, not even birds, no deer, no raccoon, nothing. They don't hear or see anything. They're pretty, like, weirded out, but they're more just frustrated that, you know, they didn't get anything. So they went to bed. They're like... Damn, that really sucks. We should like, you know, tomorrow morning, we're going to, uh, we're gonna get up and we're gonna get some animals. We're gonna go hunting. So, his son's pretty excited by this. And he's like, yeah, let's, we'll do that, okay? And they just share like a two-man tent or something, okay? And inside, yeah. they like have all their stuff and everything. On their way back from their hunting, like when they went out and went hunting they come back to the campsite and their tent is just collapsed and they're like what the hell they're really confused by it since you know the you know how tents work right they work yeah. on tension right yeah and the four so the only way for it to really be collapsed is if it broke or if yeah. someone took them out and it yeah they're like well Okay, that that's kind of strange. Did did you like the father's like, hey Evan? Did you like make sure you put the tent up correctly? He's like, I'm ninety nine percent sure I did since I've put up this tent over a hundred actual times. Is they both knew that like it would have been almost impossible for them to mess up putting up this tent since they've done it so many times before. And it's a yeah. it's a reliable tent, so they're like, "Well, that's strange." So they're confused, but they're like, "Okay, well, what else could it be?" Well, could like someone could have went in here, you know, just for some reason taken down our tent, but not take anything. Like, yeah. Well, I talked to the owner before this, and he said that this place is supposed to be, you know. It's private property, you know, it's supposed to be here. So they're like, okay, well, it must have been us. Uh, it must have been the wind or something. And we must have, like, 
failed to put it up and the wind blew it down. But there was no wind. It was like quiet the entire time. Dead quiet. So they're a bit confused. And like, the only possible explanation is that one of us messed up on putting up the tent. And they both really hated, like, they didn't want to believe that since they knew that they didn't, you know, they didn't mess up the tent. They knew they didn't uh, make it correctly. But they told yeah. themselves that they did because, like, someone breaking it down was too too insane of an idea. Because, like, who'd yeah. go to a tent? Who'd go to on private property, find a random tent, and just break it down and then leave? Yeah, that's it's unlikely for sure. And not take anything. Nothing was stolen. So they're like, okay, well, that's pretty strange. Whatever. So they set up their tent, had some s'mores and whatever, and they're like, okay, well, we're just gonna like, go to sleep, okay? Wake up tomorrow, we'll go outside, and we'll have a great hunting day tomorrow. Okay. They go to sleep. Evan, uh, the child, he wakes up at about, oh, 2 a.m., 1 a.m. And he, yeah. he hears something. He's like, he hears someone like outside since it's so dead quiet like there's no window anything so he hears something outside like very faint footsteps far far away it's like what the hell is like my dad is he like going to the bathroom or something he's just going on a little midnight stroll or something he looks over and he can see his dad's right there his dad's right next to him mm-hmm. like well if my dad's here and i'm here and who the hell is over there? <laughs> yeah. He's just confused. He's like, uh, he, he shook his dad. Like, dad, you hear that? And um, his dad was like, his dad was awake at this point. He's like, what the hell? Huh? And his dad heard it as well. He's like, oh, what could that be? And so he was a bit confused as well. Uh, but... You know, nothing too out of the ordinary. Since, you know, it could just be the owner of the property just, I don't know, going out on a stroll or something and just going over to tell them something. I was, like, yeah. urgent at 2 a.m. didn't think of it. Or it could have even been, like, a wild animal. It could have been, like, a deer finally walking around. It's like... It's true, yeah. He just brushed it off as nothing because, you know... Could have been anything. Yeah. The thing is, they're like, he's like, okay, we don't worry about it. It's probably just, you know, some sort of deer or animal. So for when he's, he, they started to like go back to sleep. Like when they're closing their eyes, basically, they weren't fully asleep, but when they started closing their eyes, they heard whatever was out there started running. And I mean, sprinting towards their campsite. They're like, what the hell is that? They didn't say yeah. anything out loud. They, like, got shot up, like, alerted out whatever. What what could this be? What could this thing be since we're running straight for our campsite? Yeah. So, that's... so he got up, okay? They're both, like, awake now, like, sitting up in their tents. Like, what was that? Confused. And... The running stops, like, just abruptly stops, like, not right outside their tent, but more or less right outside of the clearing that their tent was in, which was pretty small. They're like, 
um, okay, that was pretty strange, but maybe it's some sort of deer just going in for a look? We don't know. It would be a concern, like, a bit weirded out at this point. I'd be uh, weirded out, too, if just something ran in like that. Yeah. Okay. And then the, the the weirdest, the creepiest part of it starts. It just starts laughing like a man because a person. They just start laughing and laughing and laughing. And it wasn't like a, like a joke laugh. It was like they were insane laughing. Like a yeah. person was insane. They were too, like the dad and the son were like freaked out. Like what the hell is that? And they were just... It, they were scared for their lives because, you know, there's just this random person outside their tent, only like a couple feet away, just laughing insanely. And like, what should we do? Should we like confront it or something? And it just starts laughing over and over again. And like, it doesn't stop. It, he just keeps laughing for like a solid minute or two, just laughing and laughing. And like, the dad and his son are like, what should we do? Should we like confront it? Should we, I don't know, ask it something? Should we ask who he is, what he wants? But like the dad had like a really bad feeling about this, you know. I would too if there's just a random yeah. dude outside my tent just laughing maniacally. He's like, What should we do? And then when his dad like shuffled a little bit just to like sort of get a better, I guess, uh. Like, I guess I would love, like, so we could see better or something, or if he was going to peek out the window or something. Uh, it made just the tiniest bit of noise, and a lot of things just stopped. And everyone else inside just froze. They just froze. The two people, they just absolutely frozen in fear. Okay? I bet, so, yeah. They just sit like that for another couple minutes, which felt like hours to them yeah and then all they heard was it run really fast right up to their tent like inches away from their tent okay yeah and it just started laughing and laughing more and more over and over again. And these two people, they were like scared out of their minds. Like, what were they supposed to do? I bet that's super unsettling. There's just this creepy psychopath dude just standing outside your tent laughing and laughing. Oh, was it me? I don't know. Was it you? I mean... The psychopath standing outside the door. I mean, yeah, there's a pretty good chance it was me. So the dad is like, what the hell do I do? He grabs his rifle. Okay? Yeah. He grabs the rifle with one hand. Tells his son, just stay here. Okay? He grabs his zipper with his other hand. And as soon as he just starts unzipping it, like even the tiniest bit, laughing just stops. And his dad just stands there, like, freeze, just frozen, like, in fear. What should he do? Because this person knows that they're awake and that they are, that they have their hand on the zipper. And that their plan is to unzip the tent. This person knows that. And so his dad's just sitting there. And finally, this random dude 
that nobody knows just runs off into the distance. Uh, okay. Runs off into the woods. And there that the rest of that night, they would just sit there frozen in fear. Just like confused on what the hell happened. Yeah. Like nobody knows who that guy was or anything about him. He was just a random dude that nobody knows about. That was just laughing at this at this random people. Yeah, that is uh the fuck. Yeah. It begs the question who was that person? What were their intentions? Why were they there? How'd they even get there in the first place if it's private property? Well, the private property might not have, like, a fence or anything. I had a fence. I forgot to mention that as a fence. Uh, Climbed the fence? Climbed the fence? But why? Climbed the fence? Some random people? Yeah, so he could laugh some random people. Yeah, okay, but... That begs the question, how did that person hear a zipper on being unzipped while this guy is laughing? Like, while he's laughing really loudly and maniacally. Like, how can you hear something that small? I, I don't know. Good hearing. It must be godlike hearing, bro. <laughs> I don't know. That shit's like, oh my god. It might not seem scary in retrospect, but at the same time, if you put yourself in that position, yeah, no, I mean, that is that is horrifying. Is what you're just a random, you're just some random people that don't have any connections to anyone who's insane, really. And it's just you and your son, and you're just like, oh, we're gonna have a good old fun hunting trip day, you know. And then they proceed to get laughed at by some maniacal psychopath. Yeah. Uh, it's weird, bro. Yeah. Any spooky stories? Uh, no. Sorry. Yeah. You don't have any? No. No, I couldn't find a single one. Not a single one. Well, I found some, but they were all, like, small and not scary, you know? Like. I could I could try to tell them, but, like. You should put the title as Spooky Stories, Not Really. In parentheses. Well, yours were pretty scary. Those were. I mean, yeah. They didn't seem all that scary. Maybe it's because I. Uh, heard them. Well, the second one wasn't as scary because I was there, and I know it wasn't that bad. Which one? Wait, which one was the second one? The second one was the uh, woods. A human person? Yeah, where he was laughing. No, the other was... one. The one with the bell. Oh, yeah. That was the second one, I thought. Yeah, I was there for that one, too. But Were you, like, like, creepily watching in the corner? <laughs> yes, I was creepily watching. And then on the third one, I was uh, I, I was the, the guy laughing outside the tent. Were you in the first one? Uh, the first one, I uh, just watching again. One. Yeah, just watching. I'm just kidding. Obviously, I was one of the people running on four legs and beheading and posting on pikes. 
I'll listing. Give my sources. What? I give my sources. Like my what? Sources. Should I cite my sources? Uh, yeah, sure. I'll cite them at the end. Okay. Um. Should I should I try to tell a story? I mean, well, yeah, try doing one. You know, it's a some, grand finale. Yeah, some short, like a short, short one too. Because I gotta go in like a bit. Okay. I mean, I still got time, but like, I mean, yeah. Plus, I have to now. I have to edit a ton of this. Of course, I'm not gonna do it that well. Probably on purpose. Okay, so we got um. Let's do this. Uh, uh, the architects key. I don't think these are real ones. They're sad, boring ones. Uh, there was once a man. There was once a man named Edward who designed and built his own perfect house. He lived in it for many years until he eventually passed away. A new family soon moved in, but whenever they went into the basement where Edward's personal study had been, they would get the feeling that someone was watching them. One day the father of the the father of the new family decided to fix up an old jacket, which every ta- tailor in town had told him was beyond repair. So he went down to the old study, laid his jacket on a chair, and tried to see if there was anything in the old dust that could help him mend it. But all the drawers were locked, and he couldn't find a key anywhere. The next morning, he came back to find the key on his, on the desk, all of the drawers open, and his jacket completely fixed. That was the whole story. That's, that's the whole story? Yeah, I know. Oh, yeah. I'm literally pissing and shitting my pants right now. Uh... Yeah. How's that? <laughs> That's such a what the hell? Here, I'll try this one. Um, it's called a mother's love. Some oh, people God. actively go out uh, looking for ghost encounters, and every once in a while, they find one. Well, when Kevin was a teenager, oh, he, and his, <laughs> he and his he and his friends. He and his friends had heard about a dangerous turn on a nearby highway that caused many accidents. Over the years, it was now haunted. The most well-known story was of a mother who took her own life after her son had crashed his car and died there. Whoa, wait. A highway was haunted? Yeah. That's stupid. (laughs) Uh... It's said around town that her ghost remained at the deadly turn to protect people from ending up like her deceased child. Kevin and his... Oh my gosh. Kevin and his friends decided to put that theory to the test. And I... (laughs) (laughs) That's so stupid. What? (laughs) It's like, imagine one day you're just like, here's a great idea. No, I you know, just hear a rumor of something stupid that like might yeah. save your life if you do something. Yeah, this stupid. this lady will save your life, and you're like, oh yeah, I I I, <laughs> I, I bet you twenty bucks she won't, man. Yeah, nah. Okay, um, I'm just gonna predict that Kevin dies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> at night, Kevin drove his friends out to the highway. When the group of boys arrived at the turn, they pulled over. They brought a bag. They brought a bag of flour with them, and proceeded to sprinkle the white powder on the road, the grass, and the car. The idea was to get footprints to prove that the ghost was real indeed. The boys hopped back in and began to take the car around the turn. Kevin accelerated faster and faster and thumped. The car came to an abrupt halt as if somebody had slammed down on it with their own two hands. They immediately got out of the car and saw two woman-sized handprints on the right flower on the hood. That was sad. Kevin should have died. She should have let him die. Bro, I thought the story was going to be that Kev- that the ghost wasn't real and that Kevin just died and he was the new ghost. <laughs> that would be so much better. That would have been a better plot. We, sh- we should write that story. <laughs> Kevin drove like an idiot into the fucking yeah. wall off. The- yeah, the Kevin, Kevin drove 90 miles an hour. Kevin uh, drove 90 miles per hour off the safety rails. Off yeah. The- <laughs> He died. <laughs> his body was not recovered, and so and now his soul is yeah. gone to prevent. He took him. he took the life of all of his friends with him. And it is said that you can see uh, the ghost of Kevin's car <laughs> run, driving off the safety rail. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so stupid. What the hell? Yeah. I hate that so much. Yeah. Are we wrapping up for today's episode? Second episode in a row. Yeah. Yeah. Please get this. Um, You got any uh, pluggables? Pluggables besides my Discord. Hey, please add me on Discord. I'm lonely as hell. Oh, uh, you you can you can add me on Discord too. Actually, uh, uh, if you add me on Discord, I'll I'll add I'll send you fits Discord. Yeah. Uh, my name is uh Tamrick one two three four five capital T number nine 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 four, spelled T I M R E K. Yeah. Please add me. I'm lonely. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, I think that's about it, right? Yeah. Um, once again. What? Yeah, yeah. Well, let's see. The lesson, kids, the lesson is... Don't be if, stupid. Don't be stupid. Run home if you see a beaver carcass. Yeah. Run home, run home, run home. Also, if you hear a story about a ghost lady that saves people from car accidents <laughs> don't test that theory okay that's a stupid idea if you, do you test will die. It, put it on youtube yeah <laughs> <laughs> do put that on you yeah yeah and funny. you can have whoever recording it uh at us yeah 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 please like give us a credit yeah anyway Funny. Uh, yeah. Bye bye. We actually, for legal purposes, uh, we have to say we did not tell you to drive a car off of a oh, cliff. Wait. Also, uh, uh, real quick, 
uh, I got all my stories from uh, Mr. Ballin on YouTube. That's his name. Go check him out. He does like pretty cool stuff. All right, and my short stories were from rd.com. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite site. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Uh. Bye bye. Bye bye. Gotta go.